Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, October 16th, 2000. And 20. It's a how do you feel about it Friday. We're taking it back to the original standard version. We've got four questions about the Red Wings, four questions about hockey in general, the NHL, whatever. Uh, and then four questions where we open it up to pretty much anything. Uh, I'm your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi. I've got longtime Red Wings fan, my friend Ethan Smith, alongside with me. As always, Ethan, welcome to Friday. How you feeling? How, how It's Friday. How do you feel about it? I'm feeling great, Nolan. Thank you for having me as always. It has been a pleasure so far. I'm sure it's going to be a great ride in the future with you. I'm very excited. I think that we are going to do something special today. Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't actually believe that, <laughs> uh, but Every we are going to have a lot of fun with you. Yeah. Nothing, nothing really special, you know, just yeah, you're trying to have fun as we close out uh, Friday. My brain, uh, before we get into this, I'm just going to forewarn you and the listeners is uh, about as smooth as a hard boiled egg. So if I say anything dumb or like just have a dumb slip of the tongue, like I do all the time to begin with, like, I'm sure it's just going to be amplified under these conditions. Yeah. Uh, what? Keith Premium. Keith Premium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah, whatever. All right. So, uh, we're going to open it up with some Red Wings questions. If you don't know what the drill is by now, here's how it goes. We're going to say blank. How do you feel about it? We've got four questions about the Red Wings coming up next to a piece. Uh, why don't you, why don't you lead us off, Ethan? Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, somebody was not prepared. If you ever hear that. Ethan uh, doing that, he like tries <laughs> to pretend like he's like he's deciding yeah. between which question he's gonna pick, but he's really just like getting prepared. Can I go now? Yeah, go ahead. How do you feel about Tyler Bertuzzi going to choosing to go to arbitration? I uh, I don't Kobe. know what to make of it i mean it is what it is it's a weird year he probably wasn't going to get the deal that he wanted to uh, i don't really think it's that big of an issue and steve arsman even said in his press conference earlier in the week uh there's still a chance that they get a deal done before then obviously like it, it's a bummer when any any of your players has to go to arbitration because like i've heard stories from players about going to arbitration and it's just very hurtful which i don't like when people's feelings get hurt so not a fan of arbitration because it's 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 boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid. Is Tyler Bertuzzi boardman? Yes. No, he like wants that. his he wants his money. Go get it, son. It's my money and I want it now. Trust me, uh, you got like twenty million to give you. All right. Uh how do you feel about it? Exactly that. Boardman who cares? Go for it, dude. I don't care yeah. about the money right now. We got so Absolutely. much. Ooh, ooh, we we're offering them probably 4.5 he wants 5.5 you know hey go get it i don't care it's not my tax money is right, fair it? enough i don't think so no it's not yeah i honestly <laughs> i don't know how that works no, it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not our money uh the I mean, biggest we're tickets or something then i yeah, guess it's kind of our money true. but it's not our money I, yeah. i've never had if we were like investors like on the board yeah yeah 
right, if I had yeah, to say okay. in who was on the team, it'd yeah, be maybe a majority stake in the in Olympia Entertainment. Hypothetically, yeah, yeah, right, right. If I if I went and did that, then yes, it would be. I I could be like point zero zero one percent majority or minority stake, and they'd be like, "Uh, I mean, I think we should give them." Sh-. They'd be like, "Shut up." That's what the Packers up. do. They like sell uh, shares of like the team to the fans. Yeah. You can like invest in the team. They're like, "I pay your salary," which is awesome. That's it's basic. Yeah, it's like it's the yeah. like taking the that like. People say that phrase a lot, like, without fans, like, we pay your salary. But, like, that that's just taking it one step further. And then it becomes real because, like, technically, right. it might be one hundredth of a penny, but you do technically pay that man's salary. At least help chip in. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you're not wrong. Uh, all right. <clears throat> My first question. The biggest thing that you want to see from the Red Wings in this upcoming season, what is it? How do you feel about it? <laughs> it's, it's almost not a, how do you feel about it. I know. It. Well, well, okay. So let me ask this. What is it and how do you feel about the chances of it actually working out in the way that you want it to? Uh, well, I just want us to, well, prospects are going to be overseas. Um, so we're probably not going to see side or get a chance. So I guess I can go off of that because they're kind of doing everything else that I want them to do, which is, just be a little bit better, but still be not the best. So we get a good draft pick next year. Um, I guess it's kind of, I guess I feel like I wish Cider would have gotten a shot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I it just stinks that the AHL isn't around this year, so they could be closer, but that's the world we live in. So I'm just going to take it on the chin. No, it's like, it's not on the chin. I feel like I could, that's like a, like a calf cramp, you know, I'll mm-hmm. take it on my, on my calf. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Cool. All right. Fair enough. All right. I personally, I'd like to see the power play get a lot better. I'd like to see them like cover better in the defensive zone. That was another thing that was like yeah. play defense. Uh, yeah. And that's just like, obviously it like, that's an obvious thing, but like the, <laughs> the, one of the funniest, like, times during last season was when they'd like go back to look at a goal the opposing team scored on the red wings and it would just be mickey redmond with a teleprompter and he'd just look at this look at this right here one two three four <laughs> red jerseys below the goal line <laughs> so just things like that i would that's like not how you win a hockey game be a thing of the past uh yeah yeah sorry you're up next okay all right got it um, how do you feel about people saying Ken Holland will leave a bigger legacy as GM than Steve Eisman? Who said that? I mean, I've seen it from where I think Twitter. you're making something up. Twitter, all right. Uh, I'll I will humor you. Uh, <laughs> I literally think you made that up. Uh, I I mean, I don't think it's like I don't think it's like this blasphemous claim. Ken Holland won four Stanley Cups with the Detroit Red Wings. Yes, those early cups, and even like, I guess you could partially say the 2002 Cup. Maybe. Have you uh, seen Tampa Bay? Was okay, but like legacy doesn't matter. Like that that doesn't matter. That Stevie Y did not win that cup. You know, he he could win five. Correct, he could. 
but it's very hard to win five Stanley Cups as a general manager in the National Hockey League, really in any professional sports league, unless you're like the Yankees. So you're defending no it. Cap. So you're saying that's, that, that's plausible. Correct. Wow. All right. If Steve, if Steve Eisman, Steve, God forbid, <laughs> something happened to uh, something to happen to him. Uh, Steve Eisman. To tomorrow, Ken Holland, like he would literally his legacy as a GM would piss on Steve Eisman's. As of right now, I guess I mean, you could say. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Uh, my up. last question for the Red Wings portion. Uh, of this episode, the Red Wings being better than the Ottawa Senators next year. How do you feel about it? Like, like I guess odds. All right, dude. There's no. There's. I would say it's actually pretty close. That would that might be a toss up. Oh, yeah, man. shut up. You were so obnoxious with like how hard. Like, yes, <laughs> the Red Wings but are Ottawa's not going to bad. be. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like the Red Wings are not going to be a good team next year, but like you, I don't know. I, I can't get a read on where you think they're going to be because the way you talk, you're like, dude, minus 200 gold differential. Think they might get no. there. That's what we want. That's how you build. And I'm like, just like what? There's still going to be a bottom five to seven team in my mind, but they're not going to be 30 points behind the next closest team which is the second worst team in the NHL. They won't be that bad, but they're still not going to be a great team. But I'm I, happy so to hear I would you say, say that out loud. Yeah, it's feasible that they that Ottawa could have a, a horrible year. But <laughs> Matt Murray it might help them a little bit. Yeah. You know, got Stoosley too. So, I mean, hey, dude, <laughs> it's a chance. Yeah. Sounds like you need to pay more attention to the Ottawa You know what? Center. No, hard take time. <laughs> I'm, you know, <laughs> Yeah, hard take. <laughs> they will be better than Ottawa next year. Wow, bold claim, get, bold claim. That's that's getting thrown on a quote graphic and blasted all over the internet. I know. No, that's a take if I've ever heard one. <laughs> we have the uh, NHL slash general hockey portion of how do you feel about a Friday coming up in just one second. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. I had a Built Bar about four hours ago. Uh, actually, I was, uh, I, I knew I was going to have a late dinner. I was feeling a little hungry right around my usual dinner time. And I thought to myself, wow, why don't, instead of reaching for the bag of chips, instead of reaching for the box of cookies, I will simply go into my box of built bars and grab myself 17 grams of protein at a, with the expense of only 180 calories Four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. I was feeling great for the rest of the day. I was, pew, pew, pew. I mean, listen to me right now. This amazing, the 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 way that my uh, smooth brain, hard boiled egg brain has bounced back from the dead and has uh, found new form life is because of Built Bar. I, I honestly owe it all to them. And you, the listeners at home, I know you are on, you are in need of being able to, to get energy uh, in the middle of the day on the go. And Built Bar is going to help you do that. They're great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Delicious, delicious. Uh, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And the best part is when you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKDOWN, you get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. 
All right, segment two here on how do you feel about it Friday. We're going to open it up to general hockey questions. Ethan started off in the first round, so I'm going to go first in round two. Tonight at midnight, by the time you're listening to this episode, NHL 21 will be out on the market. EA Sports, NHL, how do you feel about it? Uh, They did a better job with the game this year. Just like before uh, the Xbox One came out, they kind of – I guess they put out the best of their generation on the 360, and then it went horrible for about nine years on the Xbox One. And now it seems like they kind of put it all together. So I'm guessing it's going to be one good year, and then they're going to go right back down the drain when the new consoles come out this holiday season. Fair enough. What about, what about you? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I really haven't bought – an NHL game in a while. I think I actually had NHL 19, but I got it like on one of those days where it was like 80% off. Yeah. So I like, it was like $10. Um, but I am actually currently downloading or installing my pre-ordered edition of NHL 21. Unfortunately, little update for you, Ethan. Uh, I'm at 3.55 gigs. Current estimated time, five hours and 18 minutes. So not looking great for me playing tonight. Yeah, I'm no, exhausted. no. Uh, you but I, that. you got what? Who's your internet provider? Xfinity. Call them, because that's that's not good. That's not good. Uh, I know. Well, I have a lot of people. There. There's a lot of people in the house. You know, tell people to turn off their Wi-Fi. <laughs> hey, why don't you stop working so I can download this video game? Yeah. Uh, all right, you're next. How do you feel about Bill Guerin's overall physique? <laughs> I like Bill Guerin's physique. I love Bill Guerin's chubby little face with the, <laughs> with the rosy, shiny cheeks. He looks like Santa Claus. He, he would be a great mall Santa. I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and uh, you throw, like, a wig and a beard on that dude with those cheeks. They literally, like – and you know how in cartoons there's, like, when, when it wants to show – the sun reflecting off of water or something like that. Like they'll just put like one of those uh, little square looking things and then just fill it in white. Mm-hmm. That's what Bill Guerin's cheeks actually look like. IRL. <laughs> he looks like he's really enjoying his retirement. Yeah. I'm happy for him. He looks like he has a whiskey every single night before yeah. he goes to bed. And honestly, if I were, uh, if I were a general manager of the national hockey league, I probably would too. So that's that. Uh, my next question, the odds of Taylor Hall and Buffalo turning into a long-term relationship. How do you feel about it? Pretty good, actually. Okay. He's, gonna be a, he's a bona fide left wing number one guy. He's got Jack Eichel on his team. Him and Jack can hit it off. They have a pretty good top six. Just hopefully, I mean, Eric Stahl's not going to last there. Why Eric Stahl in Buffalo. How do you, how do you feel about it? We've already done that question. Oh, I remember. So when we did we, so when Eric Stahl got traded to Buffalo like four <laughs> weeks ago, I brought it up on how do you feel about it Friday, and I said Eric Stahl to Buffalo. How do you feel about it? And he's like, well, I don't know. And he just answered the entire question, not knowing that Eric Stahl actually got traded to Buffalo a couple hours beforehand. Yeah, I had no idea. But, like, he answered it in a way that I wasn't sure whether or not 
he knew or not. Didn't know. But uh, regardless, uh, hopefully that works out. I actually would like to, it, it'd be cool to see Buffalo take a step. Like, I just want Buffalo to do good, just like I kind of want Edmonton to do good, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, it's just a good sports city. Like, you see how, like, when the Bills are good right now, like, how fun that is. Like, they're, they're, the fan base, you want them to be happy. Yeah. In my opinion. So, uh, do you have one more for me? The Anaheim Ducks taking the word mighty out of their name. How do you feel about it? Worst decision in hockey history. They took a logo movie. Okay, but it was still something that had like character and was fun, and they went to a cup final in them. Like, it's not like they wore those jerseys. Okay, let me give an example the Pistons teal jerseys. If the Pistons were good in that era, those would be widely regarded as the best uniforms of all time. Probably the coolest uniform in franchise history. I mean, uh, and if they were, and if they were good in those uniforms, the like the legacy of those uniforms would have changed dramatically. But there's no the such thing mighty, as a mighty duck. There's no such thing as a red wing. Yeah, there is. Have you ever, have you ever seen a rim painted red, Nolan? And then attached to a flying wing? No. Exactly. There's such, there's something called a mallard. What if they're called what the Anaheim Mallards? I think that's a better name than Mighty Ducks. The Anaheim Mallard Ducks. Sometimes your lo- sometimes your logic like really pisses me <laughs> off. Because I'm like I'm like I'm not even kidding. I sometimes I hear the things you say and I'm like, "Oh, this is a person that cannot be reasoned with." And that is so 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 frustrating when I have to talk to you every single day of my life. Yeah, but the Red Wings are a fucking original six team, dude. Like the Anaheim Mighty Ducks was a Disney movie, and then there's like, yeah, let's make so? a real team. Stupid. <laughs> Anaheim Mallard Ducks. Okay, Why, how do you feel? Be, how do you feel about uh, a team whose primary colors are uh, khaki brown, uh, orange, and black, and dark like brown? I don't like it. I don't like the Ducks. I don't like that's a horrible nickname for a team. Why? You're a duck, dude. The, the there's Atlanta, a lot of terrible Atlanta Thrashers, Calgary Flames, Vancouver Columbus Canucks. Blue Jackets, yeah, the New York the Rangers, the Park Rangers. Oh, gee whiz, not the <laughs> Rangers, not the Park Rangers. No, it's different. They were an original six team. Can't can't complain about original six team names. Yes, you can. Boston Bruins. Yes, you Boston can. Bruins. See, this is what I'm talking about. Your logic makes no sense. Uh, you absolutely can criticize well then you would the say that the 60. montreal canadians would be the because you're literally just everybody correct also stupid so you think the detroit red wings are stupid you no detroit red wings are great see see this is where your logic falters no because no because i'm openly admitting that it's a hometown bias you and also did. it's a it's a cool tribute to the city and it can and it could be intimidating i mean dude you can you imagine you're like sitting there right oh have you ever seen the movie rubber actually it's a movie about a telepathic uh, car tire that kills people. Oh, I've heard and, about that before. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. And like the so the way it does it is just like rolls around this little desert town, and I have no idea where. Uh, and it just like comes up on people, and then it like starts shaking, and then their heads explode, and it's it's incredible. Okay. It's like made, it them? was made as a totally serious movie. Do, do they ever catch the, the tire? 
I don't remember. I was not. I was pretty banged up when okay. I was watching it. All right, All right. <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, just like my thought is like, yeah. So what were we talking tires, about? Tires, tires are heavy, and if if there was a wheel attached to one of them Holy and it's shit. flying at you, uh, just think of it. Like that would that would kill you. You know, it's not going to kill me. A park ranger. A duck. It could. I'm more afraid of ducks than I am of park rangers. I don't know about that. You can get in trouble with park rangers. Yeah, you can get in trouble trouble for feeding ducks. That's that's literally a felony. Wow, dude, a felony? Yeah, look look it up. Uh, (laughs) Does that do it? I completely lost track Uh, of things. I I think that's that's all we got for segment two. Uh, All right, we are going to open it up to everything else. You are listening to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, a proud member of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. All right, back for segment three, final segment of the day here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's a how do you feel about it Friday. Uh, things have already gone off the rails. Usually they don't go that far off the rails until we get to this portion of the episode. And so, so I'm one. curious to see how things transpire from here. Uh but I will give you the floor first. Uh, lead us off. How do you feel about the spelling of the word phlegm? That's with. That's do you know? Do you know how to spell it? P H L E G M. No way! How yeah. do you know? You like that? that? I finished. Uh, I took second uh, as a second grader in the spelling bee. Wow. Um, long time ago. So. Oh, I like you less now. I know. Wait, but you were impressed that I could spell phlegm. Yeah. But now that you said it like that, I, I, like I I'm I'm pretty indifferent on it. It's also a really weird name mm-hmm. to begin with, so I'm I'm okay with it being of... spelled strangely and and to a degree, like I think phlegm in my brain represents a sound of like you know like just like that nasty gross sound when yeah. people have phlegm, mm-hmm. and so I think it deserves to have a nasty gross spelling therefore pretty appropriate there are a lot of words like that that are just that you hear and it just bleh. yeah it just don't bleh. yeah um the dollar tree how do you feel about it um it's good for candy <clears throat> um you gotta fill up a stocking um i am santa claus in my house <laughs> hey i'm talking to you bill garen <laughs> Oh, wow. Get to the Dollar Tree. Good one. Good one. Um, they've got a lot of stuff in there. Some things that everything behind the counter usually isn't a dollar. You got to pay a little bit extra for stuff behind the counter. That's okay. Not the Dollar Tree. Everything's a dollar. It's Dollar you Tree. Sure about that? Not 100%. my Dollar Tree. Hundred percent. I'm pretty sure we go to the same Dollar Tree. We live across the street from each other. Mm-mm. I go to one on the way home from my work. Okay, you don't know so my Dollar. You don't know. You, a, you don't. You go to a bad Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on that East Side Dollar Tree stuff. I like that. that <clears throat> East Side Dollar Tree stuff. <laughs> that Metro Parkway Dollar Tree. Dude, don't what you know about don't that? Don't judge me, man. <laughs> there's, there's some stuff back there. You got to ask around. Yeah. I'm I'll sure. tell you after the podcast. All right. So you like the Dollar Tree? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. My, it's my favorite store of all time. And I will, I will, like, here's the thing everything that you can get at Walmart. Actually, I would say 50% of the things that you can get at Walmart that you would need on a regular basis, you can just get at the Dollar Tree. All for a dollar. Do you want cups, mugs? They got them. Guess how much money? 
one dollar. And you know what I you know what I especially love <clears throat> about the Dollar Tree. Tax. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they charge tax because it's the Dollar Tree, so they get I have like no an idea. exemption from the government. I was just trying to be a jerk. Um, no, I know. My favorite thing about the Dollar Tree is that nobody, no company in the entire world understands their demographic like they do because they have baskets at the front of the store and they have baskets in the very back of the store. So they understand that people are walking in thinking, I don't need a basket. I'm only here for a couple things. And then they start walking around and they go, holy shit, this is only $1. And they just start filling up on stuff. And then next thing you know, you get to the end of the aisle and your hands are full and you go, wow, baskets. That's awesome. And I I love that about them. That is, is that a awesome. is that a Jonathan Erickson jersey card? Wow, it's yeah. only a dollar. I sold my Jonathan Erickson jersey cards for nine seventy five a piece. Jesus, what a steal! Yeah, well, they were like they were full. Uh, it was a patch with like the letter D on it, so it was pretty legit. Wow, like it would be cool, cool no matter what player was on there. Right, right. Okay, you know. All right, you're next. How do you feel? about the fact that there was a time in this world where people used to ride horses everywhere and they had to and they had to use a horse-drawn carriage to get across the country because they heard that the west side of the continent was was a cool place to be i gotta say that that probably had to have been pretty infuriating i imagine traveling for like four months with your family in a in a horse-drawn carriage four months is probably generous and like you don't know when it's gonna just die on the way people are just dying left and right people just say screw it and settle in like iowa (laughs) and you and you you die from weird things that make you suffer for a long time like things that make you say i don't think i can go uh on any longer but then you have to pull the carriage over we get a bury grandma yeah it's which is devastating yeah people live to their like 50 one of these days in the podcast i'm gonna raise my theory about uh dogs horses and humans teaming up to fight other uh teams of dogs horses and humans because this is a practice that goes on like when you really think about it it's a messed up thing and i would like to i would like to get into it we've shouted at what each are other you about talking it. about you don't know what i'm talking you don't remember this no so I <laughs> this podcast is gonna be way too long. I uh was like thinking one day, it's really messed up, or it's really just kind of crazy to think about. I, I wouldn't even say messed up, it's just a it's a weird symptom of this sick sick world that we live in. When you think about war, you have humans fighting other humans, but then the humans contract help from horses and animals. But then the other humans also contract help from horses and other animals and dogs and whatever it may be. So eagles, falcons, whatever. You know, they like deliver. They're like, you thought thought eagles and falcons delivered (laughs) telegrams to people? No, 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 no. But I'm sure they're they're useful in war. Like, have you ever seen Mulan? Like pigeons. No, like, no, like Mulan. No, dude, there was was no eagle that was flying across the battlefield. Yeah, he was like, go check it out. (laughs) The eagle went and looked. He's like, hey, they're not good, bro. They're coming. He pecks more stone on the guy's arm. Okay, but like, all right, let's take bird. Let's take uh, avian animals out of the equation. 
good. But if you think about it, isn't that kind of weird? Like you have, like <laughs> war is teams of dogs, horses, and humans fighting other teams. Of, well, I'm going to yeah, take actually dogs out of the equation. Let's just say horses and humans because that's weird enough as it is. But, but you have an interspecies conflict. Horses don't know that they're fighting. You know that. It doesn't matter. They're trained. It does, like it doesn't matter they're whether not, even, or not they're aware like because it's just, happening they're just road horses just used matter. to guns going off around them and loud noises right bunch they're of on deaf the humans, horses they're on the humans team i don't think they're on anybody's team i don't I think I, they I, are I, don't, I think if you talk to the horses, i think i think they would listen you, to their guy over another guy which means that they're therefore allied and which means team you think the horse the horse looks across the battlefield and just goes yeah screw those guys yeah probably to some degree and like run around it maybe he might not understand the context but maybe you know that owner is like spurring him on the side i don't think pissed off and he's like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go kill something it's gonna be that horse what are the horses killing dude horses well nothing but they're they're a mode like when uh like in the revolutionary war when they would just line up and face each other and then run at each other and just horses are dying left and right they're yeah. dying for the cause dying, of this human's dying. quest to win a war therefore teammates it's not by their own choice though. it doesn't matter it the does not sign it, up for world war one dude does not matter they're still on the same team that's 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 the one thing that is true <laughs> It's just the most loosely based, like, feeling or storyline I've ever heard in my life. What are you talking well, about? I mean, no, no, that's a weird thing that happens where dogs and or humans and animals team up to fight other humans and animals. That's a thing that happens, and it's weird. It's interspecies war. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, do we even do do? All right, let's. We gotta wrap this up real quick. Uh, <laughs> give me your last couple. I of, think that uh, was my last one, wasn't it? No, that was uh, actually. I don't even remember what the question was. To be quite honest, actually, no, it was. Uh, all right. So, so I'm finishing off. Do I have the last yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, you got the last all one. Right. All right, that hard boiled egg brain is chugging Woo-hoo. along. Um, how do you feel? about watching cartoons as an adult um like your favorite cartoons from growing up south park i mean anybody that's can not watch the, south no park. like this like children's cartoons i watched south park when i was seven okay i didn't no i don't know i don't really watch anything from when i was a kid so i don't know just kind of it doesn't interest me now oh you think you're better than cartoons Yes, I'm better than children's cartoon. I don't. I don't really like this air of superiority about you. It's very undeserved. Um, I'm a quarter of the way through my life. Why would I watch Tom and Jerry right now? Why would you not? What What do you watch in your free time? I have a what, thousand. You are literally. To do. You literally are saying. I just want everybody busy. to know right now. Ethan said I have other things to do while he is sitting in a <laughs> Formula One Xbox racing simulator while he's sitting in it he can't even be bothered to get out to record the podcast he recorded the i see a racing wheel sitting in front of him right now and he has the balls to tell me i didn't i didn't race on 
a, a, a racing sim set. But you don't have seven. better things to do, and that's the point. And it's, that's fair. Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week uh, and for today's episode. Sorry, the things got a little, you know, crazy there at the end. It's just kind of how I feel like that's no, just how all no. how do you feel about it Fridays are going to go. Don't apologize. This is exactly what I want. True. Yeah. Uh, do yourself a favor. If you missed any of our episodes this week, we had a ton of great guests on. We had the draft analyst Steve Cornianos on Monday and Tuesday to talk about what the Red Wings did over the weekend in free agency and also peel back the layers of that 2020 draft class. Uh, and then Wednesday, we had Justin Spiro from the Spiro Ave podcast to double down on his take that the Red Wings financials are a total mess. We get a little bit more into it in that episode. Then yesterday, we had Ross Leviton from Lockdown Senators and Samantha CP from the Area 51 Canucks Hockey Podcast uh, and the Broadcast Podcast as well. They let us know about Vladislav Nemesnikov, uh, Bobby Ryan, and Troy Stetcher. So lots of fun. Go back and check those out. I'm sure we're going to keep running a lot of uh, episodes kind of similar to that. We're going to be looking ahead. We're going to be looking back because – whether we like it or not, I think we still are going to be waiting around for some time until we see some Red Wings hockey. Uh, so be safe, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Okay.